At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Mike Pritchard sitting in for Michael Lombardi today. If you're just joining us, the big news, we broke it here first on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. That is Deshaun Watson Pritch, six game suspension elevated to 11, a $5 million fine, which is going to be donated to charity. So, what's fascinating about this, and I want to get into the Bears because you were doing a great job starting with the breakdown of the Bears. Of course, the Bears. Up in Seattle tonight, three and a half with Seattle Lane. Mm-hmm. And just quickly on Watson, he is going to be eligible to return week 12 against Houston in Houston, obviously where he started his career, then had some turmoil. You know, the irony runs deep with these two teams, with the team in Cleveland in particular, because right. they open up at the Baker Bowl down in Carolina. You know who loves all this? You know who loves this beautiful mess? The NFL, Pritch. The NFL very much loves the drama. They do. Uh, the NFL is all about drama, if you have not noticed at all yet, Patrick. Uh, and You know, it's interesting about the Deshaun Watson saga now that it's over, because we watched the press conference, and one thing I observed was relief. Relief from Deshaun. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Body language, relief from uh, the front office. I mean, everybody giving a statement right there. It's like now it's over. Now we can move on. Now we're going to accept this uh, this situation and, and deal with it. And, and so thinking about it as a former player, as a player, uh, we are programmed to forget and move on, right? We are programmed that way, Patrick. And uh, so I'm wondering, looking forward for the Cleveland Browns, now that they have this finalized, everything's over, they can move forward 
if Brissett is the guy, okay, let's embrace him, let's uh, let's empower him, uh, let's rally around this guy, and certainly have the belief in the building that we're going to still have a, a decent season. Now, when Deshaun comes back, we'll reevaluate right that. But it, it, just looking at that press conference, it just looked like everybody was finally free of this situation, and now everybody can move forward. Well, that's fascinating, Pritch. So let's follow up on that because – in my studio, I don't have the TV on, so I wasn't mm -hmm. watching the presser. So, and I know you don't have the volume on in studio, but you're telling me immediately after the decision, they, the Cleveland Browns, along with Deshaun, went and gave a presser, and you could kind of read through the body language. There was some relief there in the room. Yeah, I've been at that podium many, many times, and you know, you can tell yes. when somebody's nervous or somebody's apprehensive or somebody's defensive or or somebody relaxed. And you know, uh, I go back to when Deshaun Watson getting on a bus or getting off the bus. I can't remember exactly, but uh, he gave that comment and he actually apologized. You know, and. Uh, I think from the NFL standpoint, they were looking for attrition that way. They were looking for some type of uh, uh, notice from Deshaun Watson that, oh, look, wait a minute. We, we don't we think that your punishment was light, but yet you're still saying that you haven't done anything wrong. Uh, the league got what it wanted, uh, Patrick, and that's precedent. You know, Deshaun Watson is going to have to go through. Uh, some uh, therapy sessions, mandatory uh, therapy, and he's going to have to get reevaluated this way. And so the league wanted that precedent. Uh, then they also got Deshaun admitting to something, affecting some people, which he did. Uh, and so once the league got that, I think it opened the door for that settlement. Uh, and now that you have the settlement and now you can move forward, you know what the suspension is. That's going to be a relief to a lot of people. Now, there was a distraction before, uh, but like I mentioned, we are programmed as athletes to forget about play. If I drop a touchdown pass, forget about it. Move on to the next play. Uh, and so I think uh, the Cleveland Browns at least have a chance to do that right now. Yeah, with respect to Deshaun, and I'm trying to be respectful here, that was a sham when he gave that forced apology because yeah. you know he had to do it. He right. said just the week before he had no remorse because he did nothing wrong, and then he came out and said, I'm sorry for those that I've affected. Anyway, we're a betting network. I won't go there, Pritch, and I won't make it awkward. Now, eight and a half, DraftKings and, of course, BetMGM have posted eight and a half. It's heavily juiced to the under. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's a little bit of an overreaction here. Just the ability to run the football, and I think the defense has gotten better. I think eight and a half feels a little light on this Cleveland team. What, what are your thoughts as far as the eight and a half? Big time juice to the under as well. Big time juice, yeah. I'm I'm curious about the defense, and like I mentioned, the structure of the offense is, is probably a plus and advantage for Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's not a prolific passer. He's not a pocket passer. He's not a progression type of guy, and uh, you're going to have to run the football. The only concern I would have would be the center. Uh, situation. Uh, J.C. Treader, again, let's say mm -hmm. bring him back somehow, but I don't know. But, uh, you know, the, the situation at center, because of all the calls that are going to take place on the field, uh, and now you have Brissett out there on the field, too. So Brissett and that combo with the young, young center, hopefully they get an experienced guy in there. Uh, that one is unsettling a little bit from a betting standpoint, Patrick. So I, I want to see how they work through that situation. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the blueprint for the Cleveland Browns are going to run the football and play defense all year long. Okay, this is from Santos, uh, Diana Russini on Twitter. The signing of the settlement only means Watson is ending the legal process. This has nothing to do with admission of guilt. Those close to him share with me, Russini, today he regrets putting himself in the position, quote, this isn't an admission of an apology to the women involved. 
my gosh, he needs better PR. What a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I mean, I'm, come on, Rich. It's ridiculous at that point when, but he, he did look relieved at the podium. And that's the body language that, like we said, we didn't have the sound. Um, I don't know if that, I mean, that that is tone Man. deaf, really, to be honest with you. This but is, you, you nailed it. That's right. totally tone deaf, Rich. Right. But the fact that he has, at least the league has man, mandated uh, evaluation and treatment. You know, that right there is therapy. I mean, yeah, anybody who's point. right. I mean, that's therapy. So uh, the league mandated that as part of the settlement. Uh, so, uh, you know, from the league standpoint, they're satisfied that way. You know, the settlement that Deshaun Watson has had with all these women, I, I mean, we don't know what the details of those are. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really tone deaf to kind of have a statement released that way. Yeah, this drama started with therapy, mm -hmm. and it ends with therapy. Okay, we'll, wrap, we'll put a bow on the Deshaun Watson drama for now. And what I love about having you, and I always say this, like no other network's going to have a nine-year vet that gives you invaluable information like Mike Pritchard. So let me start here. If you go to DraftKings right now and BetMGM, the Chicago Bears are sitting at six and a half on their season win total. Mm -hmm. When I tell you this is a three-win team, it's probably a two-win team. And I got a question for you about being on bad teams. But even if you look at how the new regime has built this team in the offseason, they gave a bunch of one-year deals. And you know what one-year deals are in the NFL, Pritch? They're prove-it deals. Right. Because next year, after this season, next offseason, Chicago, new general manager, new coach, they're going to have a ton of cap space. They don't have it right now. Right. They've got a dreadful offensive line. They've got Sivs, no offense, at wide receiver. They've got a second-year quarterback that got hit more than anybody last year in fields when he was in there. I mean, the idea that this is a seven-win team is ridiculous. Now, we talk about the Bears because they're up in Seattle tonight, and Seattle's laying three-and-a-half. That got as, five, as high as five-and-a-half, and then the Drew Locke news. I'm going to start here. Pritch, what's it like entering a season, being on a terrible team, where low-key, you know you're not going to win anything, but you're still rah-rah, giving it your best. But, I mean, the Chicago Bears players have to understand this is a bad football team. Well, you know what, uh, Patrick, out of sight, out of mind, though, because if you got a lot of young players, they don't know, right? You have Roquan Smith. They do know. They want to get out of there. Uh, so I think you got to look at the mix of the roster and look at the veteran presence on that roster or look at uh, the fact that, okay, maybe you got a bunch of new guys or young guys that are trying to make a name for themselves in this league. Uh, so it, it's – to your point, I mean, if if you're better, you have to investigate the Bears. I mean, I I agree with you with the uh, the win total under situation. Uh, I mean, Ibrahflus as a head coach and Poles, uh, Ryan Poles as a GM. I mean, this was forged a long time ago. This was a plan for for th those two guys who have the same agent a while ago. If Poles were going to get hired, okay, Ibrahflus, you're going to be my coach, and okay, I'm going to work with you, Poles, at some point. Uh, so we got this plan, whether it was hatched on a on a golf course or somewhere, right? Uh, and it's a long-term right. plan. And, and they have a quarterback they're curious about, which is uh, Justin Fields. Certainly, I try to keep him healthy. But, no, they want to build this thing. Uh, that's part of the blueprint. That's part of the, the process that they want to go through. But along the way, as a young player, I got to understand that. And I got to make a name for it myself if I want a job with the Chicago Bears.
You're, you're with me, though, Pritch. This is not a seven-win team. This <laughs> no. is not a six-win team. They're six and a half. Now, again, over at DraftKings, you've got to pay $1.90 to the under six and a half. I'd feel comfortable play, uh, paying it because, like I said, they gave a mm-hmm. bunch of one-year deals. They know the cap space is coming in the next offseason, the Bears. Allen Robinson is gone. That means Mooney, who had a nice little connection with Fields last year. you got Byron Pringle, who came in as a free agent. Nikhil Harry's out right. indefinitely, who they brought in. Vallis Jones Jr., the rookie, third-round kid out of Tennessee. I mean, they just don't have anything on the outside. And maybe the best unit is Montgomery and Herbert behind fields, but the offensive line is horrible. Mm-hmm. Most you look across the board, have them rated 32 of 32 as far as a unit and Kramer, the kid they drafted the center he's out. Right. So this is just, this is a bad football team. It really is. Uh, is there's nothing to be excited about. And again, the, the, the dynamic in the locker room indicates that too. When you got the older guys, like, I'll get me out of here. I don't care. <laughs> Trade me, you know, away from right. here, right? Um, <laughs> but then you have the young players that are, are energized. They're ready to make a name, like I said, or, or have a job, have a career in the league. And uh, that's what the Bears are going to be about all year long. Uh, God forbid the injuries start to happen too. I mean, now now they really take a step backwards. And so, uh, to me, uh, I, I've never been in this situation, Patrick, when you know you're going to be horrible. I mean, when you have great teammates, and uh, fortunately for me, I, I had great teammates, and it was like you never went into the year like, oh, my gosh, we're, we're going to just have a miserable year. You think you have a chance. There's some optimism. Uh, so I think it's out of sight, out of mind right now. That's why you have so many young players. Uh, on this roster for the Chicago Bears. We'll see if they can overachieve it all, but I wouldn't bet that they would overachieve this year, though. Yeah, it does. Seven wins feels ridiculous. <laughs> you see the juice is only $1.45 yeah. over at BetMGM on the under six and a half. By the way, when we come back, I want to continue with this and get to Seattle. I've got wide receiver questions for you as well, Pritch, and Santos did a great job building the graphics. Here is, you watch the presser with no volume. Mm-hmm. Here's what Watson told reporters today in the presser. Quote, I stand on my innocence. I always said I never assaulted or disrespected anyone. There were a lot of people triggered. That's the reason he apologized. Quote, there were a lot of people triggered. Deshaun Watson needs a new PR team yesterday, like two days ago. This is disastrous the way he's handling it. We continue. It's the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, thank you, Brent Musburger. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. It has all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. Bring your state-issued ID to open an account, and you're ready to go, whatever your sport, whatever your style. Again, got to be 21 years or older, and if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line. Michael Lombardi, he's out giving speeches. He's doing what kings do, Michael Lombardi, so he'll be back soon in his stead today nine-year NFL vet our teammate here at VSIN Pritch Pritch I just got to I love working with you bro I love taking swings with you man because I it's just you're the gentleman so I try to spice it up and see if I can make you uncomfortable <laughs> no <laughs> it's, what, no, it's great to you, work though. with you as well and I can spice it up with you now too I, I know mean, you sometimes can. up here you know your head starts to swim a little bit with all this information but uh, no, I'll spice it up with you just 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 stay tuned for that <laughs> And I know he definitely can off the air, but we won't go there. We're going to be joined coming up in about seven minutes. Brad Biggs, who covers the Bears for the Chicago Tribune. Plus, I want to walk you through three wide receiving corps. The Packers, the Ravens, Mm -hmm. and your Broncos. We'll get to those in just a little bit. Now, we talked about six and a half being a ridiculous number, uh, Pritch, as far as the Bears. Let's talk Seattle. You know, I was kind of kidding, but I kind of wasn't. We all agree that the answer is not Drew Locke, and the answer is not a 31-year-old Geno Smith. So what does this mean? I joke that they're just keeping the seat warm for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young coming out of the college game next year in the draft. But it's an interesting spot for Seattle. It is a rebuild. They trade Russell Wilson, and it's a loaded NFC West. They also move on from Bobby Wagner, who's a king there. But they do extend D.K. Metcalf. Part of the trade, Noah Fant comes in. Tyler Lockett's there. They improved the offensive line, Pritch, with Charles Cross, the first rounder. They took a tackle in the third round. They drafted Kenneth Walker, the third, out of Michigan State. By the way, he's injured. But this is, you know, it's a defense that Jordan Brooks is going to be a stud. This is a team that still has a little something with Seattle. Let's start there, then I'll set you up on the numbers. Yeah, absolutely, Patrick. I mean, I think Rashad Penny, too. Don't forget about that guy. He's, he's been riddled with injuries uh, throughout his career. But as a better 
you got to understand Pete Carroll and the process of the Seattle Seahawks. Snyder uh, included in this process, too, uh, uh, Patrick. I mean, five and a half is interesting to over minus 140 uh, because the process that Pete Carroll believes in uh, was, was successful, right? Uh, you, you find all these guys, mid-rounders, you build through the draft, and you create this competitiveness uh, level at practice, and, and then you get a lot of production, you get a lot of guys that buy into that, and you get a lot of guys thinking that their job is on the line each and every week, uh, and therefore it translates onto the field with wins, right? And every once in a while, you'll, you'll throw in a first-rounder, a stud player that way, but uh, the meat of this roster is going to be competitive. Uh, so I would start there as a better. And so when you're looking at the Seattle Seahawks and evaluating right there, look at, look at the quarterback situation. You, you want Drew Locke to not be an entitled brat. You want him to be a competitor, right? <laughs> Uh, but he's an entitled brat still. Uh, so you wonder, okay, Geno Smith, is this his team at that point? And okay, what am I going to see from him tonight? Uh, but I, you also worry about injuries, though, because I, I don't think they're complete with this roster. I, I know that Seattle wants to be competitive, ultra competitive, and kind of mimic what they did years ago when they got to the Super Bowl and they had that Super Bowl window open for several years. But I just don't know if the roster uh, is similar to what it was uh, throughout the uh, 2011, 2012, uh, and, and into the Super Bowl run that the Seattle Seahawks had. Yeah, five and a half. You nailed it, Pritch. Both BetMGM yeah. and DraftKings are sitting five and a half with Seattle. What's, fa what's fascinating, by the way, I said I was the spicy one. <laughs> then Pritch comes over the top calling Drew Locke a spoiled brat. This is why I love you. <laughs> but the, the Bears sitting six and a half. And yes, I understand the juice is large on the under. But the Bears sitting six and a half in mm -hmm. Seattle sitting five and a half with Carroll, knowing what you have there yeah. is a joke. Okay, I understand that's a loaded division. But I actually think the Seattle team could be a little surprising. Mm -hmm. it, Gino's going to be the starter. You know what's interesting is Michael told me, and pride is a very dangerous thing, Pritch, mm -hmm. but apparently Schneider, the general manager, loved Locke coming out of Missouri. So there's a little bit of wanting to pay off his prognostication on Locke. He'd like to see him be the starter. But I, I think in the end, we're going to see Gino, and certainly Gino getting the reps tonight with Locke being out with COVID. Yeah. Locke was supposed to start tonight. This is a big miss for Drew Locke. It, it really is. Uh, it, it really is unfortunate, to be honest with you, because, I, I mean, I never want ill will on anybody's career. I mean, I want Drew Locke to get it. That, that's the whole point. I mean, I went through the Jeff George era, right, Patrick? And you, you fall in love wow. with the skill set. I played against him in college. You fall in love with everything that he represents as a quarterback, throwing a football. But in terms of being a leader, in terms of what it's going to take to help you win games in the league, he just, just didn't have it. Uh, and so I, I know Schneider loves Locke that way, but he, he just doesn't present himself as a guy that has it. Maybe he'll develop into that. Uh, and hopefully he does. Hopefully it's not, certainly it's not too late. Uh, but from a quarterback competition standpoint, from a betting uh, standpoint, what we're focused on right now, uh, Geno Smith is a better option for Seattle. And so, could this team overachieve? I believe they can. Uh, they still have to stay healthy, though. And that's my only caveat uh, to the Seattle Seahawks in their season this year. The highlight of Drew Locke's career was actually a clip of him lip syncing to Jeezy's put on on the sideline, <laughs> which is you don't want your highlight to be lip syncing to a rap song by Jeezy, who, by the way, is my favorite rapper. I named my dog after Jeezy. Mm -hmm. But like you said, that's not the highlight you want to be, number one, if you're Drew Locke. No, it's not. It's not. And the fans love that, by the way, out there in Denver. 
Uh, I mean, they yes, ate it did. up, right? Oh, we found our guy. We found our guy. And uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you did not. Because he's no, spoiled. No. He's entitled. And that's that's the big problem, a big problem for today's players, too. I mean, it's you want these guys to earn it. Uh, and, and to me, Pete Curl is the epitome of, of a coach in the National Football League that's going to make you earn it on their roster. So – Let's start here with the wide receivers and go to the Packers because Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know if you noticed, Pritch, what's awesome about Aaron Rodgers is he's 100% a hippie now, which is is. cool. I mean, he's dropping shrooms, he's taking ayahuasca. (laughs) Yeah, he's embracing his hippie-ness. But here's the point. Uh, Losing Devontae Adams, who, you know, he's a guy that's going to catch 150 balls. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. This is a big deal for a Packer team that's a prohibitive favorite in the North. You've got Minnesota. I think Minnesota's skill position-wise is better outside of Rodgers, of course. But let's take a look at the wide receivers because you heard the news yesterday. There was Aaron Rodgers was very vocal talking about the young receivers dropping balls in practice. He was saying this in the media. This was very purposeful on Rodgers' part. Bad Mm -hmm. routes. Wide receiver one is Alan Lazard. Nice player, 6'5", nice player. He caught 40 balls last year on 60 targets. Sammy Watkins had a terrible year in Baltimore. He's injured. Randall Cobb is 31. Christian Watson and Dobbs, they're both rookies. Like, Rodgers makes people better, mm-hmm. but I don't know what you can turn this wide receiving core into, Pritch. Well, he's giving you um, an inside look of his standard. Uh, be honest with you, Patrick. I said this yesterday uh, in terms of, you uh, quarterback uh, to the caliber of Aaron Rodgers, they're perfectionists. Uh, they demand perfection out there. And if you're not doing that as a wide receiver, you're going to hear about it. Uh, the fact that he went vocal, obviously he feels like these guys can handle it uh, or he wouldn't have done that. I, I think he would have been uh, tactful. I think he would have had a better approach, but I think he feels like these guys can handle the criticism, but they're going to need to anyway, because they're going to hear it all year from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. And so, uh, I, I think it's incumbent upon these young players to get on the same page and, and elevate their standard. You know, do not have a drop out there. There's, there's a such thing as a perfect practice where a ball does not hit the ground because we certainly don't want balls to hit the ground uh, during a game, right, or during the playoffs. And uh, if this is an indicator of the focus level of Aaron Rodgers right now, if they can get it together, that bodes well. I mean, they need to be better in the playoffs, right? They, you cannot let plays go by anymore after winning 13 games during a regular season and then, okay, losing in the playoffs. You can't do that. You can't settle for that. So I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is conveying his standard uh, to these younger players, and they have to receive it. They have to. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, so don't get on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm looking at the division right now at right. DraftKings. The Packers are minus 190. The Vikings are plus 265. Mm-hmm. You think Aaron Rodgers would like to have Justin Jefferson? Oh, you boy. think he'd like to have Adam Thielen? You think he'd like to have those? Like, this is, I mean, uh, look, again, Alan Lazard, mm-hmm. nice player. WR1, no. No, no, no. Um, Christian Watson, he's... He's coming close. I mean, I, eventually I think he'll get there. Uh, Dobbs is, uh, is awesome too, a playmaker. But, no, Justin Jefferson is a premier player. Uh, Thielen catches 10 touchdown passes for you in the red zone perhaps. And then don't forget about K.J. Osborne too. I, I think their entire receiving core uh, up there in Minnesota yeah. uh, is really going to love this offense, this new offense. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. 11 and a half. Look, and you just – you, you pointed out, which is generally glossed over with Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Rodgers has to play better in the postseason. Right. This is a career-wise thing. Like, this is something he has not, outside of the championship, we understand. 
but he has continuously not played well. He's played okay, but not played. I'm thinking San Francisco a couple of years ago when he went there and just absolutely looked dispirited. He has not played well in the postseason. Right. Agree with you. And he's exposed right now because he doesn't have uh, Devontae Adams, right? I mean, think about that. It, yep. You can, if you mess up as a quarterback, a lot of times players like that can, can save you. Now he doesn't have that. And uh, not that he's stressed out by it. I, I'm sure he's uh, confident in his abilities, Patrick, but uh, he needs to raise the level of the standard around his players, and uh, I think he's trying to do that right now. Devontae Adams was quite a security blanket. Yes. We still got the Ravens and Broncos wide receiving core to get to. Brad Biggs, Chicago Tribune, joins us next to talk Bears outlook. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, week from today, the NFL guide drops. You're going to need this. You want to make some cash? Make sure you get it. The college football betting guide is out. But remember, the only way this season to get access to this year's football betting guides, both college and pro, is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Right now, you can save 50%. When I tell you 175 bucks, you get everything we offer, the kitchen sink, including the two guides. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I pour through the college football betting guide daily because you're going to need a lot of time. It's like 350 pages. It's digital. And the one thing I will say, and the NFL guide is going to be just like this as well, it's so easy to navigate. I'm telling you, I started betting when I was 13 in Michigan. I wish I had this information. Go check it out. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Okay, Mike Pritchard in from Michael Lombardi here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to talk to Brad Biggs, who covers the Chicago Bears Pritch for the Chicago Tribune. And we say hi to Brad. First off, thank you, Brad, for joining. And then secondly, I'll start here. You covered Nagy and the Bears. So far, what's the early return on covering Matt Eberflus? Well, I mean, it's it's a brand-new era, guys. They're going to go from one of the oldest rosters in the league a year ago. Uh, the expectations at this time last year it was, you know, challenge for the playoffs or else, which was kind of a tricky dynamic because they were trying to bring along a first-round draft pick in Justin Fields at the quarterback position while they had to win. Um, that's, that's always a dicey combination, I think, when you've got a rookie quarterback and expectations that you're going to challenge for the postseason. They had a veteran defense with some older guys on big contracts, a lot of them that have uh, since moved on. And, and now I, it's, it's about rebuild, and they're kind of uh, uncomfortable using that word at Palace Hall because I, I think there's concern that that maybe isn't what you want to sell the fan base, but, but I think you've got to be uh, upfront with people and honest about where you are, where you're at, which is they're, you know, at the ground floor trying to build this thing back up with, with like I said, a, a younger uh, roster. He's got people that are hungry. They've got uh, depth chart openings all over the place on both sides of the ball. So that's created uh, competition and, and therefore they've had a pretty good vibe during training camp. You've got young guys that believe they have, uh, an opportunity uh, and a chance. Uh, how's this team going to look week one against the San Francisco 49ers? I'm not sure uh, just yet, but but they feel like they can make progress this season. They feel like there's a chance that they're going to have some young guys develop and turn into answers for some of the many questions that you have 
uh, across the roster. You know, Brad, it's that delicate balance, too, because you got the new GM, you, you got uh, a new administration, really, a new coach. Uh, the older players, they understand that. Roquan Smith, part of that group that understands that, wants to move on. But how do they, I guess, how do they convey that message? And more importantly, how do they keep Justin Fields healthy uh, as they mm -hmm. reestablish this roster moving forward? Well, they hopefully, hopefully they're better on the offensive line than they were a year ago, and they didn't make – uh, a lot of big moves in in the off season, you, you know, early in the off season anyway. Um, they drafted four linemen, uh, but all of them came uh, round five and later. Uh, so you're you're looking at it and you're saying, hey, well, how are they going to be uh, better up front? And I think they realized that they needed to go out and get help right before training camp. They signed Riley Reef, 11 year veteran, uh, who's primarily played tackle in his career they signed michael schofield a guard who's been around the block many team many years with uh, a couple different teams so they so they got some experience into the mix there right now they've got a fifth round pick lining up at uh at left tackle a rookie in braxton jones who uh comes out of southern utah he's interesting because he's athletic um and i was surprised last week guys uh preseason opener against Kansas City when they pulled the starters after 18 snaps. Jones came out. Sometimes you see those young guys get a little bit uh, more of a run in preseason games to get experience, but I think that was a positive sign for him and told you a lot about how they uh, feel about him. So they've got to figure out if, if he can actually play there for them. They've got to determine if they want the veteran Schofield at right guard or if they want to turn to maybe Tevin Jenkins, a second-round pick who a year ago missed most of the season after back surgery during uh, training camp. Looks like Reef will play right tackle if, if Braxton Jones can hold down that left tackle spot. So they've got to be better. Uh, Fields has got to be better at uh, getting the ball out of his hand on time, right? He's got to play in rhythm. Uh, you hold the ball too long, and that's when – uh, some of those collisions and, and big hits can come for quarterbacks. Brad Biggs joining us here. Lombardi line does a great job covering the bears for the Chicago Tribune. Again, the bears win total Brad is set at six and a half. This doesn't feel like a seven win team. If you want to go over the posted total is six and a half. Let's go back to fields. If I were to pull bears fans, are they completely sold on Justin Fields now? Um, I, I guess to address the first part of it, when you talk about the seven wins, if, if you felt like uh, the over there was a prudent move, I think the one thing you're probably uh, trying to hang your hat on or get behind is the fact that the schedule doesn't look as difficult as it was a year ago. Uh, and one of the real things I look at when, you, when you're in the offseason, even in the preseason, is, okay, what quarterbacks do they have to face? Right. We know the Bears have got Justin Fields. Who are they going up against? And last year, you know, they had a murderer's row of quarterbacks they had to face. And this year, the way the schedule stacks up, yeah, they're going to catch a Josh Allen. We know they're going to play Aaron Rodgers twice every year. Uh, but it's not, as, it's not as difficult as it was a year ago. So that might provide people with some optimism if they're thinking about putting their money uh, behind the over there. Um, in, in terms of Bears fans and how they feel about Fields, I, listen, guys, there's a segment of Bears fans who have their 
navy and orange uh, tinted sunglasses on uh, around the clock. They're like Corey Hart. They wear their sunglasses at night, and um, it, it, they think the the next quarterback of the Bears is going to be the uh, replacement for Hall of Famer Sid Luckman, whose playing days have long been <laughs> over. Um, it, you know, uh, there's a, some Bears fans are a little. I'm more skeptical. Listen, statistically, Fields was terrible last year. Terrible. And if you go back over the last decade and look at rookie quarterbacks who uh, statistically performed like he did in 2021, uh, there's not a lot of examples of guys who wind up breaking through and become the guy uh, for the franchise. And so maybe the Bears were poorly coached last year. Maybe he didn't have a whole lot around him maybe he can kind of buck that trend moving forward, but he doesn't have a lot around him right now. I mentioned questions on the offensive line. You look at their uh, wide receiver group, and it's among the least inspiring uh, in the league outside of Darnell Mooney. I don't know that any of their guys will be uh, drafted by uh, fantasy football players, uh, so you've got questions about that. Uh, they think that Luke Getze, the first-year offensive coordinator who came over from Green Bay, can uh, really sort of accentuate some of Justin Fields' strengths uh, and his positives. They're going to lean on running the football. Uh, so we'll have to see uh, which direction it goes. Okay, Brad, I just have 30 seconds. Quickly on tonight, Ibraflus has said six to ten reps for the first-teamers, right? We're not going to see them much. Yeah, if, you, if you're uh, – you know, pulling your dinner off the grill and you, you sit down a little bit late, you might miss uh, the starters. I'm thinking <laughs> two series max. Well, the rumor is Brad Biggs wears his sunglasses indoors as well, and that's why he gave a cool interview there. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate you. at Brad Biggs on Twitter, Chicago Tribune. That was awesome information. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Have a great day, guys. Okay, you too. Yep. Hey, you know what I took from that? What's that? Coach? He's kind of into this team. Like I, okay. and again, sometimes the guys that cover teams directly mm -hmm. can be negative because they're just around the team so much and they see the warts. He, he didn't blush at that six and a half because no. essentially what he said was if you get better quarterback play and offensive line play, they're going to get to seven because the schedule's not hard. Well, this team is completely different. Think about it, Patrick. If you covered Chicago Bears for any amount of time, significant amount of time, this is a departure from what you know about the Bears. Like, I have no clue what they're going to be like on defense. I, I know Fangio. Right. I, I played against Fangio when he was a linebackers coach with the New Orleans Saints. And so I could follow the Bears for a number of years or depending on their personnel, depending on their coaching situation. Right now, I have no clue about Allen Williams or defensive coordinator and what's going to uh, uh, you know, play out on the field from a defensive standpoint. So uh, I'm glad he's excited. Uh, I am not excited about the <laughs> Bears uh, this year at all. No, dude. I am, again, we like the positivity, right. and positivity is what's needed in the world today. I am not positive <laughs> about the Chicago Bears at all. Yeah. Okay, we continue. We've got the Ravens and the Broncos wide receivers to get to with Pritch next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points and redeem them for online bonus credits, free bets, risk-free tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into reward points. So you can use them for dining and shows and hotel rooms. It's, it's incredible. It's, you know, when you use your credit card, you get points. That's the same thing at BetMGM. It's the best. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. If you do have an issue, make sure you check that out. We are presented by BetMGM. This is the Lombardi Line. Hope you're having a nice week. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Mike Pritchard. That's my guy sitting in for Michael Lombardi today. So we'll, we'll get to the wide receivers, but just to reiterate what we know here, Pritch, and that is 11 games for Deshaun Watson, a $5 million fine, and those that didn't know, Pritch is also a professional body language reader because the press conference was given right after the 11 games was handed, handed down. And Pritch said whether it was the Cleveland Browns brass or Deshaun Watson, there was big time relief that he saw within the room. 
What's interesting about that is, is as I take a look, while there was relief, there wasn't contrition mm. because Deshaun Watson has released a couple of statements where he said, I stand on my innocence. I always said I never assaulted or disrespected anyone. He said he apologized. Remember, he apologized before week one of the preseason, Pritch. He said he did that because, quote, there were a lot of people triggered. Right. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, some people will say Yikes. that the NFL reacted the way that they did because people were triggered, too, though. But the NFL did what they were supposed to do. Uh, they filed the appeal. They were not happy with the punishment. They also wanted to set precedent because think about it this way, too, Patrick. Uh, it's, it doesn't end, unfortunately. It doesn't end with the behavior of Deshaun Watson. A another player somewhere, somehow, is going to do something uh, just as egregious or just as serious in terms of uh, offending people or crossing the line with people. Uh, maybe they're going to be tone deaf to it as well, right? But uh, now there's a precedent out there, mandatory uh, treatment, evaluation, uh, certainly for Deshaun Watson. He's in line for that uh, part of this, uh, this process, this uh, settlement. Uh, but it's up to Deshaun Watson as a person um, to be better, uh, Patrick. You know, and again, this is a betting network, but uh, just because you're famous doesn't make you a great person. Uh, I know a lot of famous people right. that are just not great people or a lot of great athletes are just not great people. Uh, and it's unfortunate that Deshaun Watson is tone deaf to that. What's fascinating, you used the perfect word. You said egregious. Mm -hmm. The NFL, remember, when the NFL appealed Sue L. Bird's six-game suspension, they were appealing on the grounds of this case was the most egregious as far as information and evidence the NFL had ever seen. Mm. And then they go up to 11 games. Anyway, I don't want to get into the kangaroo court nature of it. I think you said it perfectly, so we'll move on. But again, you heard it here first on VSIN. That is Deshaun Watson, 11 games. So he'll be eligible to come back week 12 at Houston. Drama. The right. NFL capitalizes on drama. Okay. So... I picked the Packers, mm -hmm. I picked the Ravens, and I picked the Broncos as far as wide receivers because certainly for all three teams, the ex expectations are sky high. The Ravens, let's go there. Hollywood Brown is gone. Here's the question. Can Rashad Bateman become wide receiver one? 46 catches his rookie year. Devin Duvernay, we know he's speedy, Pritch. He's 5'11", just 33 catches last year. Mm -hmm. Prochet, also 5'11", 16 catches last year. Tillon Wallace, you know, these are un, unproven wide receivers for a team that you take a look at DraftKings right now. The Ravens are your favorites in division. And what Michael tells me is that they're going to switch up the offense a little bit with Lamar Jackson going under center a little bit more. Are you, where are you right now? You see the wide receiver depth chart in front of you, Pritch. Mm -hmm. Where are you right now with the Ravens? Not that high in terms of their skilled positions, obviously individually. Uh, and ability, right? You ask about Bateman. I, I mean, time will tell what he turns into. The thing about this offense, though, Patrick, what I want to focus in on is Lamar Jackson wanting to evolve uh, as, a, as a passer. Uh, he, he's mm -hmm. bulked up a little bit. Uh, certainly, uh, he can do it. We know what he can do uh, from an athletic standpoint. I said this years ago when Lamar Jackson first got into the league that when he threw the ball, he was throwing the ball to a lesser athlete. When he handed the ball off, he was handing the ball off to a lesser athlete, right? Uh, but to win games in, in the National Football League, you got to be a quarterback. You got to throw the ball. You got to find other playmakers. You, uh, certainly, you have to win from the pocket. And so I'm looking for Lamar Jackson to evolve that way. Now, does he have the receiving core to help him? I don't believe so. I, I don't think it's going to be a, a big departure from what 
the Ravens have done and accustomed to. And maybe not out of the gun as much, maybe under center for more of the play action, a true play action, but it also gives you the ability to be drop back at times too. So uh, he's got an excellent, excellent tight end, which I think is going to help him out. But as far as a receiving core, it's not one of those elite receiving cores uh, that you'll find in the National Football League. I'm going to tell you right now, I am going to target week one, mm-hmm. Baltimore at the Jets. I think it's an overreaction, Pritch. Baltimore open five with the quarterback news with Wilson there with the Jets. Right now, Baltimore is laying seven. Okay. Week one, by the way, first off, week one is so random. Right. Everybody's on the same playing field. The energy's there for everybody. Salah is a big-time rah-rah type of dude. And you take a look, Flacco is very competent as a backup. But there's a couple other reasons why I do love the Jets week one catching the seven mm-hmm. at home to open the season. And here it is. The run game is so important for the Ravens, Pritch. J.K. Dobbins is iffy for week one. Gus Edwards with the knee is iffy for week one. Mike Davis is banged up right now. So I told you the questions at wide receiver outside of Mark Andrews, his security blanket. The Jackson contract still kind of looms over the team. He gave them a firm week one deadline. Mm -hmm. But specifically, it's the running backs being banged up going on the road. The Jets are going to be hype. Lane seven is too much. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, especially if they don't have the running game going. And Lamar Jackson, I guess you can revert back to that. You can get back to the RPO and and run Lamar Jackson if you want to, but then will he get hurt like he did last year, right? But he's bulked up. Uh, I'll give him credit for that. He's kind of paying attention to his body. But if you're expecting Lamar Jackson to be that finished product week one against the Jets from a, from a pocket passer standpoint – uh, I, that, that to me is, is a big challenge, right? And so maybe there is an opportunity uh, catching seven points here. Defensively, uh, a lot of question marks, too, with the new coordinator. Uh, they're still going to play the same Ravens defense. I get that. Uh, but it's a different coordination. It's a different um, uh, voice that are, playing, that are calling these plays, right? So uh, we'll see how the communication goes that way and how the personnel uh, can step up for the Baltimore Ravens this year that way. Well, Pritch, you're literally the only person here at the network that can answer this question. So I want to ask you, mm-hmm. as a better, you know, I've been warned for years and years now with the pros that I know, professional betters, like careful week one, careful week one. Right. Walk me through as a player, because you even laughed when I said the Bears players, they know they're not winning this year. But you said that's not the way it goes. And that's specific in week one. Like everybody hopes springs eternal in week one. No, it does. There's always optimism. Uh, you want to surprise everybody, too. So uh, in the league, uh, a lot of times scheme helps you. Right, uh, Patrick, you know, it's the element of surprise. You know, I, I think for this matchup, the Ravens and the Jets, right? I mean, you kind of know what each team is going to do from a coaching standpoint. But as players, uh, are you ready for that game plan? Like, are, 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 is scheme going to help us or are they going to rely on me as my ability? I, I really think, like with Flacco at quarterback, it's going to be more scheme-oriented with the Jets in that first game. Uh, with the Ravens, even if with Zach Wilson, I think it would be scheme-oriented. With the Ravens, I don't know yet. I'm kind of curious about what they're going to unveil to us in terms of what Lamar Jackson is going to be uh, from a pocket passer standpoint, or are they just going to disguise what they've always done with the play action? So I'm curious about the Ravens. There's some question marks uh, out there about the Ravens. Therefore, from a betting standpoint, catching seven points isn't a bad angle there. I'm not laying seven 
on the road in week one with the 85 Bears, mm-hmm. let alone the Ravens <laughs> were going to be banged up going into that game. That's, again, I, I love the Jets week one catching the seven. Okay, tonight, Pritch, you got Seattle lane three and a half. I already in pocket have, I just went money line just to mitigate the risk with the three and a half. I laid $1.75 with Seattle. Here's the reasons. Eberflus, it's a short week. They're traveling across the country. He said, like we just heard from the reporter, blink, you're going to miss the starters. They're going to play six to 10 plays. Mm-hmm. And then Chicago is shutting it down. You're going to see Smith for most of the first half. Then Jacob Eason is capable. I, I, I do like the Seahawks. I just went money line and I do like, I think it's an overreaction on the total. I think it's going to be low scoring. I'm going to go under the 39 and a half. Yeah. I'm looking for overreactions for totals too. I mean, I, I don't really bet to preseason. I'm, I'm more, I gather Intel mostly, uh, but I, the money line situation for Seattle makes a ton of sense too, especially uh, when you have the starting quarterback week one starter, the regular season, probably going uh, a full half uh, of football. They only have two quarterbacks, right? And uh, I, I think the Seattle Seahawks are also going to be conscious about not getting people banged up too much too. So we'll see about how they go about with their game planning, but uh, I'm all out. I'm checked out with the Chicago bears. So I am, I am, I can't get there with them. Even with the hungry nature of that young roster, uh, Brad Biggs uh, talked about that too. The competition level. I, I just can't rally behind that right now in the preseason for Chicago. I think Smith Gino's a vet. I think he's going to look at Locke's absence as a way to really capitalize and take the starting job. So I do like Seattle tonight. Pritch, pleasure working with you. And guess what? We get to do it for two hours tomorrow, That's buddy. right. Uh, pleasure as always uh, working with you, Patrick. Okay. Look forward to tomorrow as well. Thank, thank you, Mike Pritch. Appreciate you. Odds on coming up next with more Deshaun Watson news here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.